0: This podcast is presented by the Petite Victory Collective. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Modular Stories. In this podcast I would like to create a platform for people to share themselves, their stories, their experiences and their life lessons. Before each episode my guests can build and patch their own background music with the help of my Modular synth. My goal with this podcast is to inspire the listeners, spark their creativity, and to share these incredible people I get to talk to with the world. I hope you enjoy it. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Modular Stories. Um, Today I have Donna with me. She studies fine arts at Artes. And yes, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Yeah, well, uh, so I'm Donna. I'm in the second year of fine arts right now. And... uh, We actually met during um, Pleasure Island, which is a multidisciplinary project that Artest hosts. And so actually our first interaction was doing music together uh, in a way. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a very intense way of getting to know each other. I felt like we just were thrown into a room together. Then it was like, okay, do 15 minutes in the next four days. But I think it was also nice because you really learned a lot about the person like working it's not like the normal hey how are you doing how who are you what are yeah. you doing but it was just like okay now work together and it, it it helped a lot to like get to know people
1: yeah and i think also you don't get the time to think about uh think think really yeah. <laughs> like you, it's just like okay in 3 You're days it has to be there yeah. and uh, so there's a lot of um like quick decision making yeah. and th- Uh, Then the uh, process is also much quicker than Mm. um, than uh, uh, other projects because you could spend months on a musical, but we Mm. whipped up a a, a uh, uh, burlesque. Burlesque. Yeah, that was it. Burlesque (laughs) mini musical (laughs) in a flash, you know. So it it was super fun. Yeah, and also kept it playful because there were a lot of serious projects also, which is also nice. But uh, I think for yeah, getting to know people. Yeah. And it was
0: it was super nice for us because in our group we were really like on the same page from the beginning, I felt yeah. like. There was just minimal stuff of, oh, let's not do this, let's not go there. But it was really everybody was uh, on the same side and everybody wanted to do the same thing and wanted to keep it playful. So it was really easy yeah. to kind of work together. Yeah. And I was, I was super impressed by you because you were singing... And I think you also play bass, Yeah. but you technically study fine arts and it was like a whole new world of like, okay, she's super talented. Like, what are you doing and what can't you do, you know?
1: That's so sweet. Well, uh, for me, Pleasure Island was in a sense also like a very big thing Mm -hmm. in this sense, because uh, for me it was... Like the question, am I gonna go do? Uh, am I gonna go into fine arts mm. or am I going to uh, going to go into music? And then ah. the decision I made was uh, based on the idea that even in fine arts, I could pursue music. Yes. Um, but because I have so many um, hobbies and interests, I thought I could maybe uh, coin them m- uh, better in fine arts. Yeah. But. It was also the first year, and it was a very hectic and long-hour schedule. Uh, so to be able to actually uh, get together with with uh, well, we played with Gerda and Max, uh, mm. and with composers and musicians, and to uh, yeah work with that musician side of me also, uh, yeah, it was super nice because yeah you. It's difficult to seek out those opportunities when you're in a different department. For sure, no, yeah.
0: I, I totally get that. Well, how do you how does find out look for you in the first year? I, I don't know a lot about the about the the study. So, like, what do you do actually? I, I have no yeah. clue.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, well, the first year, as I've just ended it, um, it basically constitutes of because uh, uh, I know I th- I think from this year on they have like project week mm-hmm. so they have like one week of painting and one ah, week okay. of like video but the way I had it uh, I had a fixed uh, fixed schedule mm-hmm. so on Mondays I would have 3D so that was mm. uh, sculptural work and also installation and some performance um, and then you're just busy the whole day and on Tuesdays I had tutor and we have a tutor uh uh, that is basically a mentor, uh, mm-hmm. practicing fine yeah. artist that uh, is kind of mentoring you in your journey uh, as an artist. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesdays, we had printing and painting. Thursdays was film and Friday was um, animation oh, wow. and uh, theory. That's yeah. a lot. It was a lot, yeah. And that was like for the first semester, basically. Uh-huh. And the second semester was... More so, we still had the classes, but it was like you checking in and uh, talking with the teacher about what you're doing. But Mm -hmm. then the rest of the afternoon you could go and do your own thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Okay,
0: so more individualized.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, uh, I think also, uh, as an attempt to um, help the students build up a studio practice. Because Mm -hmm. when you're in the first semester... Uh, it's very, you're very productive because you're constantly forced by deadlines. But eventually, in four years, (laughs) when you're done, no one's going to force you to make anything. Mm. Because fine arts usually, um, I mean, like gallery fine art, uh, as opposed to commercial fine art, is not necessarily based on commissions. It's, um, yeah, so there's no one gonna, no one's going to tell you what to make or when to make it or yeah. in what medium so it's really about uh yeah showing you all the techniques and all like the um things you need to know uh to broaden your perspective on what mm. art is also and that's also with the help of the theory classes yeah and then in the second year uh you just get a lot of time (laughs) and it's like go make stuff yeah no (laughs) i
0: think that's super cool that you have like kind of this introduction into okay this is the options this is anything you could do and then you can try to find yourself in that because i felt like for that for our department it's it's a bit different because we also get thrown into everything but it's less focused on what we are as an individual yeah. because we all do the same projects and they have to find your individuality in these projects, but there's, um, it's more limited in, 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 uh, in range. Yeah. I would say. And I think that's super cool that you kind of have the option to explore everything and really find yourselves and, um, find out who you are and who you want to be in, in art and what your voice is and how to channel that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Although like what, what, your um, education constitutes also like uh, last year. I know uh, some second years wrote sort of a manifesto, mm-hmm. <laughs> not actually a manifesto, but yeah. a very long email. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <It> counts. Yeah, <laughs> counts <laughs> manifesto email, um, but about uh, sort of the lack of skills that are imposed on you. Yeah. Um, no one's telling you what to do, so also no one is teaching you the ropes of how to do very specific things. like mm-hmm. you, we get this introduction to animation, but if you yeah. want to, to actually learn how to animate, you have to spend your own time on that. Mm. and it's not really uh, uh, enforced, kind of yeah. So yeah, you could leave the academy having done what you've already, uh, having done what you've always known, yes. uh, in a sense. But of course, we, we have many tutors and uh, mentors to prevent you from <laughs> not learning anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's also, I think, important to take your own initiative. And for me, that felt very natural to uh, mm. go seek other things because, yeah. like, we, con- we connected over music. For sure. Um, and also, last year, I went to basically all the music jazz and pop finals yeah and i was like so excited and i actually thought oh shit should i like switch Mm -hmm. should i have switched and but it's actually because i have all this extra uh, studio time yeah that i think okay fine arts yeah it's such a broad definition it has such a broad definition yeah i could also uh yeah maybe follow something in the conservatory Mm. so i tried to get singing lessons or bass lessons or something uh but they didn't have the budget for that Uh (laughs) but now i'm taking uh private singing lessons Mm. uh, from a teacher actually oh Uh, that's cool and uh but i'm also in the second semester doing um, creative writing course with Mm. the creative writing department Mm -hmm. and those are the kinds of things and i know a lot of fine arts people do that like someone that graduated last year was really into drag and sourced mm. or, or found their way into uh, this performance art yeah. Um, uh, yeah world. And yeah, so it, I think it's about taking initiative, but the tools are there. Yeah. yeah You just oh, have to reach out. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: sounds super fun to, yeah. to just do, do anything. I mean, it's, it's also scary, but it's, it's nice to, to have the option. Yeah. How is then the, the audition process for you? Like, what do you have to do to, to get into fine arts? Yeah. Or what does it look like?
1: Well, um, the, the audition process was... Uh, well, it's not audition. It's, uh, for us, it's admission or ah, application. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to do six home assignments mm-hmm. in every like, conventional medium. So painting, drawing, video, sculpture... We had to write something, and we had to one more thing. I don't remember. <laughs> That's alright. Um, but uh, I actually have the privilege of being um, admitted straight after straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know sometimes they reject people based on their age, mm. uh, or that they're just a little too young mm-hmm. still. I Yeah. Know. Um, but I had the privilege of being accepted despite being a student of high school. But that also means that my admission process was during my high school finals, Ooh. final exams. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I'm also very perfectionistic. <laughs> so I was trying to keep my grades up and also um, do my best at yeah. the admission procedure. But uh, of course, I knew what to prioritize, like the admission procedure, mm. like, Had the priority one hundred percent.
0: You do do the school to get into. Yeah right. Yeah,
1: so um, I arranged some things with some teachers from high school, Mm -hmm. um, so I could do things remotely or if we had three hours in a week, we could I could just spend two of those in the we had a studio in school Mm. like an uh, atelier. That's super cool. Uh, Yeah, and I was just there all the time. Ah, (laughs) that's super nice. Uh, Yeah. working on admission and also my um, uh, art final exam, because I took art in high school as well. And um, so that was really like a privilege to Mm. be surrounded by teachers that saw what I wanted to do and didn't pressure me into other fields, even if I, uh, like, okay, you're good at... Like, like I'm um, decent at French. Yeah. But... Yeah, she only mentioned it once. Like, oh, you could study it, but then once I vocalized that I wanted to go here, then yeah, everyone like was very supportive of that. That's so, super nice. Yeah. I think
0: that that's really important, especially in school because there's also like a lot of things to do, but if you know what you want to do, then teachers supporting you and that is super yeah. beautiful. I had a guitar teacher like that. Mm. He was really I also had classical piano and there I was like, okay, play this song, you know, sheet yeah. there and then you have to play it. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And um but I also had a like a jazz trained guitarist, uh, or guitar teacher that I also did theory with and he also like kind of became my mentor yeah. through high school. And with him it was super cool. We just he, he just sat there in the lessons and I came and he was like, Okay, what, what are we doing today? you know? He just gave me the freedom to mm. tell him what I wanted to learn. And so, really early on there, I had the chance to just focus on what I want to do and like have my artistic style or basic taste imp- implemented on my mm. on my learning and that was super, super helpful and super super nice,
1: yeah, yeah, I had a base uh, teacher like that ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, back home, like he really was also a mentor anyway, like mm. I think that now. I feel like we're both in a space where we want to be. Like yeah, for we, sure. we work so we could be yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of time in which you're just preparing to go to the place where you want to be. Yes. And there's a lot of time in between. And the people that support you there are mm-hmm. that's so important. Like this bass teacher introduced me to Frank Zappa. Oh yeah. And he continues to have a huge influence on my work, uh-huh. or at least on me as a person, <laughs> um, and on my my just general taste in music, mm. and um, yeah, and also just great life advice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just super good guy. Um, yeah, and also my uh, art teacher in high school, like she was, uh, she is. <laughs> An incredible woman. Yeah, mm. uh, actually went out with, for drinks with her just a couple of weeks ago. Aww. Yeah, so cute. Um, yeah, and yeah, because I was always very like hesitant, um, or like scared. Some, some, mm. s- sometimes I was scared to show my work, or I was too perfectionistic, and yeah. she kind of, yeah. Like, help me out of that because she recognized a lot of herself in me. Uh-huh. And that's, like... If that doesn't sound beautiful... Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's,
0: it's perfect. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so nice.
1: Yeah. I really like this education thing also. I yeah. Think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like there... Like, sometimes art feels a lot like uh, like craftsmanship. You, you need, like, a mentor to start out. You need somebody to teach yeah. you how to be yourself and... and Who to be and what to do. So like I feel like it's it's really hard to to just do that out of your own instinct and just be like, hey, I want to do this, so I'm doing this now. So to have you or to have somebody that like takes you by the hand and and takes you like, hey, this is how you Mm. could do it, but gives you the freedom to to explore is 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 super helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's an interesting Can you say also about art being craftsmanship? Because that's like a whole discussion in fine arts. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, but oh definitely, and there's different approaches to that in the fine arts context. Mm. But um
0: So what's your approach on that? What's your take on it?
1: Yeah, well it's (laughs) (laughs) it's a difficult thing. (laughs) Yeah. Because um you have this kind of uh notion of of like um yeah. Things can be very formal, so Mm -hmm. um, surrounding form and and, and aesthetics, maybe. Mm -hmm. And things can maybe surround content and be more abstract. Mm. There's also this, yeah, like a lot of contemporary art is very difficult Mm -hmm. in a sense that it's not really uh, approachable uh, for people that are not already into art. Yes. Uh, which makes it this like weird selective club of people that yeah. go to galleries. Because, yeah. um, I mean, I still get nervous when I go to openings or galleries. And of it's course. like, I'm doing this, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? But, yeah. um, Yeah. So, I think now I'm leaning more towards uh, an approach that also one of our tutors has he's very f- uh, focused on form mm-hmm. uh so if you see his work, it's very approachable and mm. um it's very aesthetically pleasing also, yeah. but he says like uh, for the uh people that want it, there's deeper layers in mm. uh, so that's also why I think I find it important that my work is research-based and that mm. and I'm very interested in art philosophy and like theoretical concepts but uh, especially surrounding language but um, mm-hmm. I don't want it to look difficult from the start yeah um, so that's like there's this balance between between form and um, yeah how much of it is uh, yeah like where do they intersect mm kind of, yeah. And craftsmanship is also, of course, a part of it, like, uh, because craftsmanship also has to do, for me, with doing the things in the way that they're supposed to. Mm. Um, Mm. Like, it can feel very perfect in a sense, craftsmanship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So let's say you're building a violin. Mm. Uh, That is, like, Peak craftsmanship, you know, um, and there's but there's like very specific ways of doing it, mm. um, and I think craftsmanship is super interesting to be used in a fine arts context mm-hmm. because a usually um, craftsmanship has a very distinct applied role. So, yeah. for example, bu- uh, building violins or uh, weaving hand weaving carpets, you know, mm. like or tapestries like they are very applied Mm -hmm. Um, and then to bring them in this very free fine arts context it's like wow you know like you're you're taking something very applied into this other context to um, yeah and this other context changes what it does also so I think that's super interesting yeah yeah, but that's a but that's a lot of like <laughs> discourse. No, I, I, I I love
0: this because I I had a lot of trouble with that last year as well because I, yeah I, I didn't really know what what art was for me and I I never thought about it because it mm. was always just I don't know I I was very intuitive about my work so it was always just beautiful quality I, I, by the way. It's super yeah. nice, but um, it also is scary because you have to f- rely on yourself like. I, I just do things that i like and mm-hmm. i just do the music that i like to do um but in that it it is it is hard to like say okay is this art now or you know how much is it actually art because i intend it to be art yeah but i just want to do things you know I just want to do stuff i want to do music so how much of this could i say is art or do i want it to be art or anything because if you break it down also especially film music is in a way also just craftsmanship because you're just yeah. It's it's a service to the mo- movie but you you not do it like autonomously you you are supposed to help a bigger story. Yeah. Um but in that sense of course there's also art in it and you can do it really artistically but you know if you break it down there's also a lot of craftsmanship in there so I I always struggled with these two kind of way of thinking about yeah. it and, and I I I don't know what to think and I'm I'm still like really stuck on it and really open to, to other people's opinions so I super like that you tell me this because it's super helpful for me to like yeah. see it in a new way and then try new things out in, in a different way and see things in a different light
1: yeah. yeah I think it's it's very good to just play with this because mm. I know the um, first semester I was very conceptual and I think that's also because I felt deprived of that mm. before that Like all the things we were doing in in high school art class was just like model drawing (laughs) and like, and and it's cool. And and, and also like maybe like some oil painting stuff uh, or uh, acrylic or whatever, but it was always like portraiture, realism, and Mm. it just felt so far removed from any, it felt so devoid of, of, of meaning. So mm. the first semester, I went all out and I was like super conceptual, yeah. but to the point that there was barely anything there because mm. I was so up in my headspace and thinking of all these things and then the and then the, the trick is to, or well the difficult part, I mean, is to actually make the the object <laughs> you're making <laughs> convey this. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think and then in the second semester of last year, when we had more freedom, I was playing more with, with form and with material. And then someone asked me like, oh, but why do you, because I, um, in the past semester, I, I painted a lot on cheesecloth, mm-hmm. which is very thin gaze, like, um, almost like a, like a sieve, like sieve, mm-hmm. sieve, yeah. Um And someone asked me like, yeah, why do you paint on this? And it's like, yeah, I don't actually know. I just really like the material. And it's interesting to me to figure out how to paint on this, but also maybe to, yeah, to step out of this this craftsmanship thing of, of painting. Yeah. Because traditional oil painting is always done like on linen or canvas, but traditionally, traditionally on linen. Mm. And then you prep them in a certain way and then you put uh, gesso on it. And this is how you make canvas frames. And this is how you. Uh, create certain effects with oil. There's like also this kind of whole rule book, how yeah. to how to use it. And I yeah. kind of wanted to break free from this, this, uh, yeah, this like convention, not to be quirky or anything, <laughs> but to also uh, not that perfect, get in the way of good to yeah. just say, okay, this is a different material. I, I like the feel of it and it's way different. Mm. And it's still cotton, so it's, like, probably still works. Yeah. And it's durable. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like...
0: No, I, I totally feel you. I had the same thing. I had a lot of, like, talks about, like, who am I as, like, who is my artistic identity? Or who yeah. am I as an artist? And I was just like, like, hey, am I an artist, really? Like, why? Like, I, I'm not trying to do art. I'm just... Doing things I like, you know, yeah. and uh, there was always this talk about like meaning or or you know why do you want to write this piece or anything, and I was like, oh, was it? I just it's what I like to do. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> spend my time ending. like this, yeah. and this is just I, I love it. But um, I never had the intention of 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 doing anything like because of a certain style or because I wanted to do this or try out um, have the meaning a uh, meaning behind yeah. it. But it was always just like me, and. I had a hard time as well trying to to figure out. Okay, is that okay? Can I be an artist by just being me, or do I have to have a meaning? Do I have to have, like, a deep thought behind everything? Does everything have to be, uh, meaningful to to everybody? Or yeah. you know, how do I work around that? And because it really, went down on me, and I was really like getting stuck in things because I was like thinking, like, okay, is this now okay to do? Yeah. It was it was really weird. Yeah. Um, and it still is. I, I haven't figured it out, but I just continued doing things and not bothered with the question behind it. Yeah. <laughs> and just were like, yeah, I don't care. Maybe I'm an artist, maybe I'm not, but I'm just a person.
1: Yeah. Well, I think uh, last year in the AV class we had, it's a film class. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guest tutor and uh, she told us to uh, write... Uh, thoughts we had down Mm. and then we would pass them around and then we would kind of link the thoughts to each other aloud as Mm. a sort of thought train. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a a thought that came back and that resonated with me, even though I didn't write it, is uh, when will I ever start believing I'm an artist? Mm. And it's it's like, yeah, do you believe that the things you're making uh, are art because it is called art or, I don't know. I don't know why everyone, because I also have issues with this, like mm. calling yourself an artist. But yeah, because yeah, there's also this, this I think, prevalent idea of, of uh, or something I don't want to speak for everyone, but what I had is mm. uh, sometimes it sneaks in that as long as I'm not making money with my, art my mm, hobby yeah i'm not a real artist yeah, yeah, yeah for sure but it's also like uh if you don't call yourself an artist for the art that you're making then it's also i think other people like people already have difficulties with like calling art art and yeah. that means also paying for it yes because like there's this also uh, amongst musicians because mm. i've Known yeah on YouTube know a lot of musicians that just do free gigs all the time, but yeah. it's like that is also art and making art uh, making art costs money. Yes, and it's like uh, it's also yeah. I think you could definitely call yourself an artist because otherwise you're also maybe perpetuating the idea that your art is then not valuable mm. in a sense. Well, I think the things that you're making are wonderful. Thank
0: yeah. you. Yeah. No, I, I like the way
1: you whipped up the <laughs> like in the Pleasure Island. I was like, "What <laughs> <laughs> this
0: dude?" <laughs> that was just well, <laughs> a lot of long nights and a lot of sleep deprivedness. Um, but yeah. it was it was super cool. It was yeah. super fun. No, but I, I I totally agree. And I I had this weird uh, conversation last year where somebody uh, asked me if I was a musician or a composer, mm. and I was like. Was that meant in a mean way? Like, yeah. is there a difference between <laughs> musician and composer because we also do music, but we don't play an instrument that well, or like, mm. you know? And there, I also went into this third character or a category of, of artists artist, and I kind of started to like calling myself an artist most now yeah. because I I feel like with being a composer, you're in this box, you compose music. But I also like to do other things. I also like to do videos or or anything or this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not just a composer. I'm not just a musician because I play a bit of piano, but I'm I'm doing things that I like. And I think only in that sense, I'm already kind of an artist. And if I believe in that, then maybe other people will also too. And maybe if I say I'm an artist, then... Whatever I create with the intention of being art is is art from the start. Ah, that's right. Nice. <laughs> but um no, in, in that I I kind of felt like this artist label kind of gave me the freedom to do more of what I wanted to do with purpose than just saying I'm a composer who also does blah blah blah. Yeah. You know.
1: This resonates with me so much because Still, I struggle with the idea that I have to find a niche. Yeah. Uh, and that I'm supposed to maybe f- pick a medium mm. and... Um, yeah, and then devote all my time to this one medium yeah. and... Uh, or pick the thing that I'm good at yeah. and uh, approach it from, like, a craftsmanship perspective. But um, just last week, I had this, like, little re- revelation... Uh, because we're in this 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 art world, right? Mm-hmm. Like with also the performative arts, like all arts combined. Yeah. And we see so many people here that are doing so many different things. And also I'm calling the employees. There are so many people that end up in different ways. And I have wonderful theory teachers, uh, one of them who also studied uh, fine arts, uh, I think. So there are so many ways in which you will end up in a place mm. also because you choose this direction. Like you make so many friends along the way yeah. and it's like you will end up vaguely probably in the direction if you do your best a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I, well, I like to believe that. Yes. Um, but to come back on the, the, the idea of finding a niche, that's for me, that's impossible. It's pressuring. I think, yeah, but I think... Maybe for, temporarily, mm. you could really, like, go into something. Yeah. And that's, I think, also, for many people, the nature of their creative process. Like, yeah. I also have that. When I'm working on a painting, I'll be like, only on the painting, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I might like to come to terms with the idea that I'm a bass player, but I'm not... A world-renowned bass player Mm. but if i make a video which i'm which i like doing but i'm Mm. not incredible at Mm. i can also write my own music yeah because it's so it's like you don't need you don't need to put yourself in a box if you can just use all your skills to your um to your advantage in a way like i'm a seamstress also but not like i can make my own clothes but i'm Mm. not like the people here at fashion design. Well, it doesn't matter. If I want to make a costume, I can make it look a little ragged. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) And it's just, I think, yeah, and then that combination, that constellation of skills is to me much more valuable than finding this niche philosophical thing that I build my entire practice around because that would also feel like depriving my artist child, you know? And 100%. this is also what yeah, what we talked about. For
0: sure, I, I, I totally agree and I think you said that really beautifully. And, and I 100% agree with you. I had like two quotes that, that popped into my head. One is like by Tarantino who, who once said that um, yeah. how did he how did say that? If you love film with all your heart and passion, you cannot make a bad movie. You just have to make good movies because you love that. Yeah. And there's also a quote, I don't know by whom. But it's basically, you know, just do what you love. It's on music, but I think you can put it into life. If you do what you love, there's other pe- other, there will be other people that love that too. Yeah. So I think in in that sense, it's really as long as you feel like you're doing what you love, that's the best you can do. And that's the most authentic you can yeah. be as an artist and as a human being. So I think it's... It can be like a safe strategy to find yourself a niche where there's nobody else like you and that you will then have a a spot where you can work in. But I also feel like that's super depressing. And that's why (laughs) as an artist, you don't want that because as an artist, at least in my I as an artist, let's put it like that, want to be free to do whatever I want. And in that, I feel like that's super nice that we have the option to just do anything and to go into every everything we want and just do what we love and then people will love that too and they will not only love you as an artist but love you as the artist you know and i feel like there there's been a huge shift lately in in through like social media or or anything that it's more about the person behind the art as well yeah. and not only about the the art that is being put out but you want to know the the person behind it and there's so much beauty in that and it's so nice to to get a sense for who they are
1: yeah yeah and I think also um that uh yeah this this finding a niche it, it like also like isolates you as you said yeah. like and it puts a lot of pressure on you Mm but also, what I'm thinking of is just that it feels like this supply demand thing, right Because yeah. like, there's little supply of this very special person with like this yeah. their tiny little niche, yeah uh then someone will someone will probably take it, but I think it's also much more uh honest to yourself to um kind of go into a field where you're able to collaborate more mm. and um yeah, where. Yeah, but it also is like a flip, like like the other side of the coin, I think. Because uh, if you're in a niche, then there will also be people there, you know? Yes, of course. Yeah, but yeah, I think I just really agree with when you do what you love, you will be fine no matter what. Yeah. And that's also what I'm thinking, like, okay, I am I love making art in every shape that it comes. Mm. Um but truth is, it's a very difficult in- industry and there's not much money for us artists. Yeah. But by choosing this route anyway, you will find a way Yes. or at least a way that is much more close to your desired destination than, for example, studying uh, economics or mm. something else. So I'm also really glad because I come from a family of four children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have an older sister, and we have quite a big uh, age gap mm-hmm. between us, like eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she was uh, down to uh, choose her subjects in high school, my mom didn't really... Uh, yeah, she didn't really understand why she would want to choose art, and eventually mm. her interest was not, uh, wasn't that big either, so... She ended up not taking art and taking up something else instead. Um, but when it came, yeah, when she, like, uh, finished high school, it was like, okay, She but she always loved drawing so much, like, where that wasn't stimulated anymore. Yeah. So when it was my turn to go to high school, um, I was allowed to do anything. Uh, and... I really took the most like artistic subjects and like I, I had music and art and all the languages and mm. social sciences, like nothing which uh, nothing of which I could become a doctor, <laughs> so to say, you know, yeah, like yeah. that would be very difficult, like even with the math, like mm. I took a, a specific weird math that's re- basically useless, mm. but it's just like, yeah, you can, you can pick a direction and you will be fine if you just... Yeah, try to keep your eye out a bit. Uh, yeah, I just... It's just such a bummer to see people not pursuing dreams. If... And I'm not there by any means at all, whatsoever. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I'm I at least in an environment that really stimulates You made me. it to
0: art school. And yeah. And I think that's that's the most important step. Because you you chose to pursue that. And... I think that's the the most important step. In that is like yeah. believing in yourself to do that, and I, I think that that going to art school is not an easy thing to do because we have like admissions and we have everything, and it's it's not easy to to get into art school. So I would say you've already like achieved mm-hmm. a lot, and in believing in yourself there, that's opening up everything, opening up. <laughs> Letting the day in. Let's <laughs> everything for you to do whatever you want and you have the basis there so yeah. you've already took the most important step I would say yeah in a way. And, and
1: also admissions are not to scare people away no they're, that's not what they're for Um yeah no I think that's super beautifully phrased yeah but that's also what we, what we said like coming here I was kind of like scared like oh no I'm not gonna have anything to talk about <laughs> like who am I you know yeah. to go sit here and like mm. Also, because this ends up on the artist website, I'm Yay. like this <laughs> <laughs> sort of second year nobody just goes up to a podcast and talks, but,
0: but I think um, no one is a nobody here at yeah. RTS. Everybody has a story and everybody has something really unique about them, and that's also what I want to do with this is find these people like you to just talk about who they are because I feel like you're a very very special human and a really n- nice and inspiring human. With, with all your different fields and and your your story of, and that's would be my next question. Anyways, is your story of how you became who you are now and how mm. you got into art and it's always really beautiful to you and there's so much inspiration in that that inspires me to do more art or to go into a different direction or to reach research about certain things. So it's it's super inspiring for me always to to talk to people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, how? Um, I think I started out as, like, a lot, uh, uh, much like a lot of people, actually. I mm-hmm. was just from, like, basically the day that I was born, I was already drawing, and, and, nice. and I really liked uh, to draw. And then, then I had this phase where I was only drawing horses for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then came horses portraiture. Cool. Yeah, horses are cool. Never wrote, oh, I did write one. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, wasn't really my thing, but I liked drawing them. Yeah. Mm. Um, And it was just... uh, And then it turned to painting. And then when I was 12, I picked up bass guitar. Mm. And uh, then, yeah, when I was 15, I learned how to sew clothes for the first time. And it kind of came to this point where I was picking up so many hobbies along the way Mm. that I was just choosing to do all my... Like, to spend all my free time in the... The studio that I actually got, because my <laughs> my brother. So yeah, I come from a family of four children. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother moved out eventually because he was uh, he's ten years older. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved out eventually, and I just called dibs on this <laughs> room. <laughs> so I had my own room here. <laughs> yeah. and the other room. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, because we had this extra room yeah, now, and it's a dream. Um, it was it was a room for everyone, yeah. but uh, mostly my my sewing machine was there, my my music equipment was there, and my uh, easel with my paints and my stuff. And I was just spending all my time there, and um, I think through that I had these basic components of of uh, of just hobbies, mm. and uh, I had some really great friends around me that were all musicians. Um so uh we'd sometimes like I did that a couple of times we uh, they'd uh they'd host a jam session like mm. at someone's house yeah. and then uh I would paint or something or wow, cool. um, I was asked to d- design an album cover or yeah. something so it already became very collaborative very mm. early on um and then uh also covid hit Mm. And I was uh, together with this friend of mine, um, and uh, he's a musician. And uh, I guess I just made a lot of music during the time, and I didn't really pay much attention to school, which was online, mm. uh, which is again like a that, privilege. It's
0: super hard though, like yeah, online school, to focus on that. So I, I totally get yeah, why you.
1: Yeah, but I'm. i guess I work in a bit of a different way like Mm. I work much better when I just get the assignment and I'll figure it out myself Mm -hmm. like I really dreaded sitting through all the classes and Mm -hmm. eventually I passed everything very well so I was met with all this free time and just constantly stimulated by these friends around me from a musical perspective which is also why I wanted to go to um conservatory as a bassist mm-hmm. initially but because along the way i picked up all these hobbies like uh painting and uh i had a bout of poetry writing and um i during covid also i took a huge interest in stop motion animation mm. uh and there were just so many things and, and also like vhs glitch <laughs> things that i was yeah. doing with this friend of mine and um, all these things kind of accumulated and then I was just like okay I'm about to graduate like where I'm gonna put this all, all this stuff because it's not one passion but it, it was many passions that mm-hmm. I thought I needed to do something with yeah. so then I just decided like okay maybe fine arts would be the place to mm. and I knew this from early uh, I knew this earlier not like as I was about to graduate yeah. but um yeah I was actively looking for something that would allow me to um, kind of put as many of the hobbies that I had at the time uh, together and to, yeah, uh, yeah make beautiful things with that, you know, and because uh, I also doubted like maybe I should do do French. But then in my mind, I already had... Yeah, okay, but I also want to play in a band. And I also mm-hmm. want to paint at the at the same yes. time. And I also want to make my own clothes. And it's like, okay... Like, <laughs> that's not sustainable. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. work, no. And still, I have to, like, fight to... Sort of... Um, not do too much sometimes. Because uh, there's so many cool things and c- cool people at the school. And... Um, yeah, it's just... There's already... So many, uh, yeah, there are already so many things that I can do, kind of like, yeah, that that it was a very conscious decision that even Mm. though I don't come from one medium, um, although painting was my strongest point, but I don't come from one medium, Mm. that I decided, okay, I should go into fine arts. But their
0: fine arts seems like the perfect place to yeah. just do anything you love and to become the artist that you are yeah. as a person. That's, that's really, really beautiful.
1: Yeah, Especially because over the summer I took an interest in writing mm-hmm. and I'd only written poetry before yeah. after a very dramatic heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> I was just spewing poetry. But, <laughs> um, then that kind of sort of went latent again. Mm. And then... Came, it manifested itself again uh, over the course of the summer. Uh, and, yeah, it's like, I thought, oh, did I make the wrong decision again? But it's like, every time I think this, after a month or so, I'm like, wait, but this is actually why I'm in this major. Yeah. Because I have so many things that I find interesting, uh, that I find interesting. I can pour them all into my major. There's literally no wrongdoing. Last year someone graduated uh, with um, uh, craft brewing, uh, Mm. beer. Wow. Uh, And and she also painted. uh, But that's also something you can do. Last year someone uh, graduated and I helped her set up her um, exhibition. Uh, She graduated with an album Mm -hmm. and videos. Mm. So it was like this this album about... uh, the life or the thoughts of an egg, a chicken egg. Okay. But it was super like extravagant with all the costuming and these things and just all these uh, different people that are graduating with so many different things. Like it really puts me at ease, like, okay, it'll find a form. Yes. Although I don't know that yet, what it's gonna be like.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, that's always a bit scary to look look ahead, but I think yeah. it's it's nice to stay where you are and and just be like, made so far, it's gonna, it's gonna be fine. I have one more question for you if you'd like. Yeah. Um. I always ask my guests this. It's about a theory called museum lives, and uh, what the theory is about is about um after you die that you will go into a place that is your museum that is the Donna Museum, and in there it depicts what you did how you spend your time in life and it's supposed to help you to find out if you if you found your purpose in a way but also just to remind you of if you like something spend your time with it and mm-hmm. I, I would say that you probably already do this a lot with this very uh, open and wide range of, of interests but I would like you to ask uh, wanted to ask you if, if you how would you imagine your museum and or how or what would you like to have in your museum and is there anything you would change with that theory or is it like mm. you you think you already are quite good on your route towards a nice museum that you would like to be in
1: Yeah, that's super interesting. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I really in this museum I've envisioned having like a huge wall with like. Um, um Diaries mm-hmm. like I write every morning oh wow um uh three pages it's part of this um like uh, I follow this book called the artist way mm-hmm. and it's about like I don't know um uh, appeasing your artist child mm-hmm. Uh your, yeah it's uh, super interesting um but I've really gotten into the practice of this so I just want... Like a wall full of these, like, hand-bound little (laughs) books. Um, Yeah. And uh, probably a room uh, full of broccoli, because I really like broccoli. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, And a garden, for that matter, because Mm. I think gardening is super nice. So, Mm -hmm. to have a little garden... I also think, if I think of this, like, white cube museum Mm. situation... Uh, I think having a garden there could also just be an interesting thing from an art perspective, (laughs) like a thriving garden. Yes. Uh, So I think that's very interesting. Mm, And also maybe something mm, related to education in a way. So Mm -hmm. either like this sort of continuous workshop of like maybe stop motion or um like not guided tours because I think those are fucking lame but uh yeah I'm not sure how that would um take shape Mm. but uh I think that the uh collective learning and education are I think also part of the art of the future Mm. um okay Nice. Yeah and 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 also collectivism, um, so I think that's that's pretty nice. It
0: sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: we'll oh, and also in, like amazing music throughout <laughs> the entire just nice Frank Zappa. Yes. It, yeah, yeah.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. That sounds really lovely.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look back what the others <laughs> responded to this question. <laughs> that's yeah. It's it's always super yeah.
0: interesting to see yeah. what people have, but.
1: Have you thought about yours yet? Your museum?
0: I, 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 I had a hard time as well thinking about it because mm. I I don't know. I think my museum would be also full of stuff and just random things anywhere. And um, but I, I, I like to look at my room at home a bit already as this museum. Oh yeah. Because I have a like a bookshelf behind my desk and there I, I don't I, I also have books in there and movies that I love, but I also have anything in there I have like little posters from the movies I I made Mm -hmm. music for but I also have like uh, pictures from moments that really inspired me or like little gifts from from things I uh, recently added something I during the summer I worked in a company and um, they had to do for for company-wide competition of short films like, they had to do, like, one-minute short film about who they are as a, as a, as a part of the company. Mm. And every country that the company was in um, made a video for that. And then they had a competition and, like, a voting. And actually, like, Cute. my video won. <laughs> oh. And so because of that, I got a little football and a little football helmet from the... Because the place where they had the final screening was in a place where they have a football team. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of the prize uh. for winning. And then the company gifted me that, which is super super nice. So I just added that little <laughs> football helmet in my in my shelf. And I, I like to look at that shelf as my kind of museum already. So I'm I'm trying to, to keep that more actively in my in my head and remind myself more often about okay, do what you love and this is okay yeah. to do. So yeah. But in general I would say I of course music of course film like I would, I would love this podcast to be in there um, but i also like a huge fan of of just um, collaboration so i would like to have a little feature section about different artists that i also worked with in yeah. there so i don't want to want the museum to be about myself only but i would like hey this is like a director that i worked a lot with this is a mm-hmm. musician i had a beautiful time with and focus on on other people and on my friends and on my family as well because they're all on my mentor, yeah uh, because they're all so integral to the to who I am that I, I think a museum about just myself wouldn't do it right uh, whatever, yeah wouldn't make it right, but I, I would have to include a lot of people as well that, that help me shaping who I am.
1: Yeah we, uh, we have a subject called artistic research mm-hmm. and we call this exactly what you're describing now, a kinship chart kinship show. and kinship is actually uh, refers to family that is not blood related oh. so kinship is kind of like your artistic family
0: wow and i thought
1: it was we had to make our own kinship charts so i put um like johnny mitchell mm. david byrne from talking heads uh, but also like a bunch of visual artists but also a lot of people that are maybe not even Uh, Visual artists Mm. You know Um, But just maybe uh, Certain materials or But a lot of them are people Yeah Uh, And it's it's really nice Gratifying experience To make this visual chart Of all these people that you relate so strongly to Mm. And that are kind of mentors For you even if you've never met them Uh, Or like directors That you look up to Or like composers Or Musicians or people that you, uh, music that I listen to while working or Mm -hmm. something. Like, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's super beautiful. So, yeah, definitely. I add to my museum a kinship chart. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's super beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was a beautiful talk. And I, yeah, super nice that you were here. Thank you very, very much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me.